What's up, everybody? BC, welcome back. I'm going to give it a second here for some people to join. I titled this, It's Now or Never. A few things I'm going to cover today that I think are extremely important. Um, I do, although it has changed a lot with my capacity to go live. You know, sometimes it gets shut off. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, I may get back to doing it again as a series. Um, I'm going to get back to my my crew and see what days in the evenings, maybe once or twice a week, I can stream as I enjoy doing it too. We titled this, It's Now or Never. We'll get into that in a second. Number one, I appreciate everybody who came out to the event, most recently in South Carolina. Keep a close look at the schedule that I'm going to put out at teambcevents.com, right? teambcevents.com. I'm going to be listing the full tour that we're going to be doing soon, meaning um, what cities we're hitting. We're going to be hitting uh, LA County. We're going to be hitting, I believe, Orange County, right? We have a couple events coming up. I'll be in Arizona and Phoenix, Phoenix, Scottsdale area. I'm going to be in Vegas. I'm going to be in South Carolina. And I also believe I'm going to be in Georgia. And that's all just in January. So teambcevents.com. I'll very soon release a full list of all the locations that we're going to have, and you'll see the virtual flyers and all that stuff. Okay. But let's get into it. It's now or never, right? It's now or never. More so than anything, as we roll into the end of this year and moving into 2023, you really need to focus and put your time and attention on things that matter. Things that matter. And for all of you, it's going to be different things. However, unanimously, everybody does waste time on things that don't matter. Case in point, you follow me here, you're looking at entrepreneurship, sales, real estate, something like that. All of your time, focus and attention and energy and money and resources must be spent on that and that journey, period, for you in that moment for an extended period of time. And that's it. Not the latest news or what he said, she said, gossip, what influencers are doing all that shit is irrelevant why are you wasting your time with that that's one of the biggest things of course rolling into the new year it's important but it's one of the biggest things i see people wasting time with i'll get dms from people on social media oh did you hear about this guy i'm gonna do number one i don't even know who the fuck that is but number two who cares i don't care why do you Take a look because most of you have, you know, I have multiple phones, right? You have these, these iPhones. It tells you how much screen time you're spending every day. Mine's like an hour and a half or two hours. And I produce on social media. Yeah, I know people who are struggling, who are in that beginning position or beginning to intermediate position where they... They, they really got to hit it hard in regards to their focus and what they do. And they spend so much time idly on their phones or doing other things and being basically distracted, sitting at home, scrolling on their phone or reading, consuming material, paying attention to things that are irrelevant to them and where they want to go. There's like a little, there's, there's a drug in that, that comfort drug, right? You need to put more time in what's important and what matters to you. So take the time, get something like this, like I have here, right? This is one of many notebooks that I have. Do this, right? You see there's writing in here, right? 
get a pen and write and say, what's important to me? What do I want to focus on? What does the end of this year look like? What does 2023 entail? What would I like to do? Who would I like to become? What places would I like to go to? How much money would I like to make? Start with that. We're not even going to do a business plan here and all that stuff. We're going to keep it real casual to help you. What do you want to do? What do you want to focus on? And this, this journal and pen to paper, and I have journals all over the place. I have another one here, right? I got them all over the place. I'm always writing and putting my thoughts to paper because that's the direction of where this goes. Otherwise, you're just sitting there idly, and this is what happens. This is why sitting idly is not good. Then someone else's agenda gets thrown in your face, someone else's journey, someone else's needs, and that captures your attention, and then you go with it. That's the same thing when you scroll on these phones, or you're watching Netflix, or you're just sitting there watching TV or playing video games. You're getting caught up in someone else's thing, right? Now, are some of these activities bad? No. You know, if you play video games a couple days a week for like 30 minutes, an hour, okay, not a problem. But you know, if that or scrolling on your phone or something else is really taking away from your future and your potential, you know, only you can answer that. Now, I could witness you and somebody could witness you and give you that answer, but only you really know if it's affecting you at that level. So focus on what's important, right? Enough said. Number two. Number two. People really need to get real with themselves in regards to their proficiency at what they do and the potential of what they're doing and what the future looks like. So there's two pieces to that. Number one, what you're doing now and what you're building, right? If you're an entrepreneur, whatever you're doing, what does the future of that look like? How far can you take that in regards to your personal development, your career path, income potential opportunities? Map that out to see if what you're doing is even worth the time and effort you're going to put in according to where you want to go and who you want to be, because that might be unique to you too. But the first piece of that, right? Because that's the second piece. The first piece is I mentioned the proficiency, your skill. You really need to get real with yourself in regards to your skills. Many of you who follow me are in sales, you know, real estate, some sort of sales normally, right? If you're an entrepreneur or you're a real estate agent. I see so many people walking around like they're hot shit when it comes to sales. They don't know shit. Like they're, they're average at best, maybe slightly above average. I'm like, dude, where do you get off thinking you're so good? Like your 10 sales a year are cool, but God damn, in the grand scheme of things, that's nothing. It's pathetic. Now, if you said I made 10 and I'm working hard to get better, fair. Kudos to you, man. Much respect. But if you're walking around like you're, you know, the king, like you're King Tut because you made 10 sales and you think you're good, you're not. Now, again, I'm not doing this to bash people. I'm saying that that individual needs to look themselves in the mirror and be real with where they're presently at in actuality. And say, okay, I'm doing above average. However, that's where I'm at. I'm above average in my results. And I want to take it to that level, that next level. Because some people fall into this category when they start out and they start having the tiniest little bit of success. Then all of a sudden, oh, I know it all. And, and the very things that got them that little bit of momentum, they get away from all of them. And I see this happen all the time, even with my students sometimes. It's sad. You know, and I have to kind of give them a kick in the ass and Again, me being the, that teacher-student relationship or you know that mentor, you, you, you kind of nudge them, right? 
Because when somebody signs up to study with you, they've given you unconscious permission to go at them a little bit harder, right? So where are you at with proficiency? And then where you want to be, what, is that, what does that journey look like? What is it going to require? What are you going to have to do? Because depending on what level you want to take it to, it's going to require a lot from you. Right. So Dylan asked a question here. Do you think people can't even get their money and health right first? So that's why they lack good social communication skills. That's a great question. Social and communication skills lead towards getting more money and health because health isn't just physical health. It's mental health, too. Same thing with money. If you become a better communicator, I don't care what you do. You'll make more money. At the very least, you have more income potential. But those need to be worked on, all of those simultaneously. Because as I built my social and communication skills, my health was good, but I always took care of it, right? I had that discipline, but I didn't have any money. I didn't have any money. Great question though, Dylan, but yes. Right? We need to look at those subjects for what they are. Building your social skills and communication skills, right? In this example, based on Dylan's question, is completely separate. Do these things tie together money, health, and communication? Of course. But for you to work on it, you to work on it, it doesn't mean that something else has to be there, right? Like, oh, I tried this and it failed, so I'm going to go work on my communication. No, 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 no. No, that is a foundational principle, the social and communication aspect. Now, again, some people work behind a computer, you know, people have a regular nine to five. They're like, oh, you know, it's or they say, well, I don't want to be the smooth communicator. That's fine. Right. If that's what you say. However, there's no denying that improvement in that category helps your confidence, your self-esteem, your income potential and everything else. Because many of you with more confidence, you would probably go after a higher position, a different job, or you would give a stab at entrepreneurship because deep down inside, that's what you want to do. Right? It would also better your relationships with your friends, your family, even people that, man, for whatever reason, just being around them sucks. Having better communication skills actually makes those interactions better and palpable. Right? So the proficiency aspect and then the future. What is the potential of what you're doing? What does that look like? What does that look like? Okay. Number three, and this is more for the people who are, you know, actively building what they do. Many of you who follow me, of course, you're entrepreneurs, right? But I mean, this could even fall under the category of applicable for you too, if you're a nine to fiver. The people that you work with, right? Your squad, right? Again, if you're in real estate, your vendors, right? The people close to you, even if you don't have employees yet, but whether you have employees, or you don't have employees, the people that you work with, your squad, your vendors, whatever you want to call it, right? You guys really need to uh, take the time to build better relationships with them because these are the people that are going to allow you to springboard to the next level, right? That's one thing for sure people noticed about what I was doing even early on in real estate is a lot of the vendor partners that I had before I ever built out a team or companies were just raving fans of me. But I took the time to commune with them, to sit with them, right? To have a chat with them. Hey, I'm going out to lunch tomorrow. Um, 
you know, I'm going out to lunch. Come through. You're going to go eat lunch anyway, right? Why not invite one of your vendors to build that relationship with them? Same thing with my lenders when we would do open houses. I would always invite them. I would always invite them. What are you doing? I would do a, a party, right, for my sphere of influence and my database. Who would I invite? Not only to help me sponsor the event, but to be a part of it, my vendors. I would give them time to speak. I would put them on. I would introduce them to my clients so they would see. The first company that I worked with, the escrow office was downstairs. But what would I do? I would go hang out with the escrow officer that I used. Right? I had a little 30-minute break. I would go hang out with them and chat with them. Right? I built these bonds and these relationships so, so strong that, again, now we're talking about a deal. We're talking about doing your day-to-day -day business and activities with them. Guess what? They're going to go above and beyond. If they receive something from me last minute, are they going to push it through more likely? Yeah, sure. They might. They might, I'm not going to say for sure, but they might go above and beyond for me and my team or what it is that I want to do. Good. That's what I want. That's what I want. Now, aside from the benefits that you can get from it, right? It makes your environment and your culture much stronger and much more enjoyable, right? You're building real relationships with people that can lead to countless opportunities and benefits outside of just what it is your business and the current deals that you're dealing with and much more because what you become in that case and along the lines of doing this there was one thing that i was very good at right is i became a connector and you need to do that Right. I look at a lot of even the hobbies that I was doing outside of, uh, you know, real estate or sales or whatever it was. And I would meet these people. And because I was being a little bit more social and, you know, hey, this and that. Right. Because, again, this applies in and outside of your business. I would meet these people and say, man, let's give them names like Jim and Fred. Right. Jim is great at what he does. And Fred does this. I think together they could do some business. And what do I do? I introduce them, right? It could be an email. It could be in person. It doesn't matter, but you introduce them. Hey, Jim, meet Fred. Fred does X, Y, Z, right? Like I remember one time I introduced the owner of one of the shops that I would take my cars to, right? Arrowworks. Shout out to them. Phil, love Phil. We still talk. He's got a, a body shop in Southern California where he works on cars and his shop has just completely exploded. But I know originally he really didn't have much reach on social media. And I really started promoting his shop and bringing him a lot of business. But we built up a good friendship and relationship over the years, starting in like 2014 and 15. As I started getting, you know, for, for many years, I was, you know, if you guys are new, I was getting like a lot of cars and, you know, buying different stuff, right? Like the Lambo, the Porsche, the GT3 RS, the GTR and all that fun stuff. Um, and we built up a really good uh, friendship and relationship and I was helping him grow his business too. And I liked what he did so much. I liked him as a person. I said, man, I want to help him grow his business. 
So along along the lines, right? And as the timeline went on of our friendship and me meeting other people, because I know all these people, I mentioned the connector aspect to you. I met other companies that maybe were prototyping a new, I don't know, kit for one of their cars. Here you go. Meet this guy, right? Meet this guy. They meet, boom, right? Two or three people that I introduced them to, they ended up doing business and closing deals together and making a lot of money together. And now they're still partners. Some of them, eh, they did a couple things, right? Some people didn't. But who brought in who brought in the potential for that relationship and bond partnership whatever you want to call it to be created me and all it took was an introduction right minimal effort same thing when you guys go out right Let, let's talk just a regular day is it really that hard even if you're not good to say hi to somebody right and i remember that going in, and and going back to the the beginning when i would do a lot of a lot of phone calls and door to door uh, door to door sales right door knocking and phone calls. I was like, yeah, you know, dealing with your own emotions and your own emotional state can be challenging. Sure. Sure. But is it really that hard? No, it's just yourself that you have to get over and get around. Once you handle that, and part of that is just your intelligence as a human being. And understanding where some of these feelings are coming from. Once you crack that, okay, then you just have to deal with it in the moment. But guess what? When you saturate yourself with these activities, same thing with introducing, you can fill in the blank with anything. First time you guys bench press, right? It was probably hard, even if you were naturally strong because you wanted to go up in higher weight. But as you do it more and more, it becomes a motion that now doesn't get you sore every time and you get better. So... When you look at this, what's the potential, right? If we're going to go back to one of the first things that I talked about and the second point that I brought up about proficiency, what's the potential of me getting really good at this, of striking up conversations with people, my ability to go out and reach and reach people? How is that going to help my life? How is that going to help me? How is that going to build my business if I increase my proficiency doing this tremendously tremendously so when i look at the future potential of that i look at my proficiency in it i look long term i look at a lot of the benefits of it dude now again i just gave you one example and again most people come to me for the sales stuff the communication stuff so that always usually ends up being the example but you can plug in this formula for virtually anything So when I was making this decision nearly 10 years ago now to, okay, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to try sales and real estate and I'm going all in. I, 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 I mapped this out, even though I had one one millionth of the intelligence and knowledge that I have now in regards to a lot of these things that I've been discussing over the years and I have done. But I looked at it. I said, man, I can get really good at this and it's going to help me. It's going to help my business and help my life. But long term, this doesn't have a ceiling. It doesn't have a ceiling. And then it opens doors to so many other things. This is incredible. I took that time and very early on in my career, you know, starting at age 27. 
every day doing a lot of things I'd never done before. It literally went from one day to the next. When I made the decision, it wasn't, oh, I'm going to start next week. No, I would just start doing things that I was reading and whatever. Oh, I need to fucking get up earlier, right? I need to do this. I need to get all this shit done before I go to the office. First thing I do when I go to the office is I get on that call with somebody and practice, right? Then I get on the phones and do this and do that. And I, I did it from day one, from the moment, boom, forward. All because I identified improving my communication along with other things, but that was one of those foundational fucking pillars. And I knew what that would do if I did that day in and day out for years and years and years and years, right? Then I received the question, well, how long do I need to do it? It's like, dude, why are you asking that question? Just do it. Why are you already trying to find an exit plan? Commit and see it through. Because there is no definitive date that somebody can stamp it on you and say, oh, right, if you do this, if you get in real estate, you're going to get your first deal in two weeks. I can't tell you that. I can help you and give you skills to help you with it, but I don't know. Maybe it takes you six months. But what if it takes you six months and after the six months, you explode? Will you come back then and say, oh, man, I, I shouldn't have stuck it out? No, you'll be happy that you did, right? Fuck, I've toured internationally, nationally, and spoken with with a ton of people who are super successful in real estate, have been in the business way longer than me and sold way more than me, right? Hundreds of, you know, like 500 million a year in volume. And then a lot of these guys, I didn't sell anything my first year. It took me two years to get my first sale. And that's a normal thing. They didn't all just come out selling fucking 20 houses, you know, a month their first year. It's rare that you find somebody who sells 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 their first year. You might hear the stories and the highlights, but again, that's rare. Most people are struggling. I think they said, what, 70, 80% of realtors, if you're in real estate, haven't sold one house this year. It's crazy. It's nuts. So when you look back on it, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm in it. I can't be, and, and this, is, this is where the, the phone comes in, social media. You have a friend or somebody that you follow. He posted he got another sale or closed another deal for his business. And you're like, oh, man, I still haven't closed one yet. Now you get in this comparison game, which you've already known and been taught that it's not good. Right. But now that's more prevalent than ever because all of our attention is all on celebrities, social media, and it's not on you and your own fucking life. That's a problem. Create a life that then garners attention. And then when you get attention, do something good with it. That's that's what you got to do. Right? And then that becomes the flagship of what you do, which has transformed a lot of my stuff. You know, at the end of the day, I tell people, regardless of how you follow me or at what capacity, you're going to benefit something. Right? If you just follow me on Facebook or Instagram or you pop in here every once in a while, you're going to hear something or have something you can apply that's going to help you. Bottom line. For sure. Whether it's my podcast or whatever it is. Right? But that wasn't the case in the beginning. In the beginning, it was just, hey, this is what I'm doing. Then it evolved, right? Been on the, the, these fucking platforms for like 10 years doing this shit now. It's been quite a fucking journey. But you see around you, right? You see the same cyclical stuff happening over and over. The same mistakes being made over and over. The same, you know, kind of holes that people dig themselves that they don't get out of over and over, continuously and continuously. And sometimes you offer them a hand to pull them out and they don't take it. They just keep digging. I'm like, dude, you're going the wrong way. Come up. But take a look. 
at where you're at and what the potential is of what you're currently doing, right? And this has to be masterminded with yourself at the very least over the next couple of weeks. That way, at least if you're going to wait to make some big change in 2023, at least you're clear about that. And then if you're still going to wait until January 1st, like everybody else, at least you're starting off better than everybody else because you did some of the homework that you were supposed to do and proper preparation. Right? And, and I think that goes a long way. It's boring. It's not sexy to do that work. Like I said, you know, you got your journals here. You got doing all the basic stuff, putting pen to paper. Because later on, it evolves. Later on, you start building up your own uh, organizations, right? You start bringing people on like, hey, fucking COVID started. What did I do? I fucking went nationwide with my real estate team. 14 states still growing, doing a lot, fucking all kinds of stuff, right? Now I switch companies. We're touring. We're bringing on teams. We're doing a bunch of stuff. I mean, it's just, it's exploding. Again, in a time where everybody else is retracting, what allowed me to do that? I just decided to do it. While everyone else is trying to figure out stuff and complaining and whatever, I'm I'm still working. Let's go. You know, but had I not done things right five years ago, seven years ago, ten years ago, well, what's really going to happen? What position would I be in now? You know? I wouldn't be in this position. I wouldn't be as prepared as I am, right? Because I look at a lot and we'll wrap it up. We'll wrap up the live like this. One thing that I decided a long time ago is I said, I cannot be in a position where something outside of my control could just catastrophically destroy me. And I'll give you a couple examples, right? Number one, let's say somebody relies 100% on one stream of income, right? Let's say it's a real estate agent, uh, somebody who does mobile car detailing, right? Somebody who um, is like a 1,000%, like 100% dedicated online marketer who requires Instagram, right? What if each one of those individuals gets that shut down? Like real estate, boom, I was in California up until a year and a half ago, right? Earthquake hits, boom. Real estate sales and transactions have ceased. What are you going to do? Right? If that's your only means of creating income. Now, we could bring in a lot of factors, timing, right? If you just started yesterday, of course, you're not going to be prepared, right? But aside from those extreme examples, that thought, that seed was always in my mind. So I said, there is no tomorrow. I need a sense of urgency to build this thing, but also diversify. So as I was building my income, I also diversified within three years, roughly. At that third year mark, I started introducing this uh, yeah, two and a half, three year mark, second, third, fourth stream of income, right? And then building my team on the real estate side, like all that stuff started growing. How about now? Okay, I'm going to be the social media guy. This whole situation in March 2020, right? I can't even say it anymore because I get fucking demonetized and all that, right? But you know exactly what I'm talking about. Where everything came to a halt. And then I'm getting demonetized. My Facebook gets deleted. I mean, they're just destroying my, my stuff. What if I relied on that 100%? Where would I be? Well, by then, in regards to like investments, let's say all my income was cut. I was already receiving enough in passive and residual to come in, just like this year, just from real estate, right? 
investments coming in. I'm not quite at a quarter million, but I'm getting there soon in regards to the income that I'm getting from that. That covers everything. So again, you could literally kick me off the platforms to do everything. I'm good. I'm still eating. I'm still sleeping. I'm still happy. I'm still doing what I do. Now, will that upset me? Of course. But I'm not going to be out on the fucking street with nothing. Because I thought ahead. I'm always two or three steps ahead of whatever can come next, right? How do you invite that? By asking yourself. I'm not going to be a pessimist, but I'm going to say, look, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. What are some potential things that could come outside of my control and potentially sabotage what I'm doing? Am I prepared for that? Are you? Okay, if you're not presently in this moment, then every day... That needs to be a big part of the fuel to your fire to continuously get yourself to the position where now you are leveraged against that. Because that's coming from a position of purpose and fire and dedication. Not fear or something else. Not relying on someone else. No, it's up to me to put myself in that position. I can't rely on anybody else for that. I need to do it. And that becomes a big driving force. That's why... I used to understand the question 10 years ago, you know, how do you stay motivated? Now I can't. I'm like, dude, how are you not fucking motivated? Right? Especially with so much information out there about, okay, identifying what you want, this and that. And it seems like people are so lethargic and apathetic and they just, they have no fire for life anymore. It's like, dude, you can, we live in an era where you can do anything. You can get, you can blow up on social media and then start making money. Right? There's people who are like fitness people who just, you know, sell fucking wristbands and shirts and stuff. And, and they make great money doing that. And they just do what they love, which is working out. And, you know, like over here, I've connected with a lot of guys who are in the calisthenics world here in Miami. And that's a lot of their businesses. They coach, they sell stuff. It's cool. That's great. And they're doing what they love. They're not complaining about it. I think that's great. You know, other people do other things. Fuck. I'm sure there's somebody on YouTube who collects stamps and makes videos about it and maybe their channel gets some traction and they teach people how to find the right stamps. I don't know, right? I'm just making stuff up now, but you couldn't do that 50 years ago, right? Like, I think the opportunity is so abundant and everywhere and present that people, they become numb to it. So they're looking at opportunity, but they're just like, yeah, whatever. Like they don't see it anymore when it's right fucking there staring at them in the face. You know, you look at uh, mental health down the tube, especially the last couple of years, right? Because they literally forced it on people almost. What are you going to do to be resilient? Are you going to, you know, fall off with everybody else? You're going to say, hey, I got to pick myself up by the, you know, bootstraps and figure this thing out. Right? If you're not, shit, then what do you expect to happen, right? This all comes from the self. This is why I do my best for everybody around me, and we'll wrap it up like this, because I know I said we're going to wrap it up five minutes ago. One of the, the things that I really focus on with people, right, especially people closer, is I want to turn you into a self-sustaining machine where you don't need me around you 24-7, especially later on. In the beginning, it's cool if you're learning, right? But, but to be you know, 
like, oh, I need motivation from you. I need this from you. That's great. You know, I can teach you some stuff and give you the skills and all that stuff. But eventually take the tools and learn them and you can still be a part of whatever we're doing and still connected, but you don't rely on me. You're not like a leech that needs the host to suck the blood, right? It's like teaching the man to fish instead of just fishing for him and then letting him go and he can fish the same river as you right next to you. Cool. That's what we want. You build that. You build leaders, not followers, man. And that's what I want. And I do that within my team, my actual team, the, the people who are a part of my organization as well, Distinguished Agent, Limitless, all the stuff that I do. That's what I'm going for. That's why like one of the things that I did within one of my platforms, like most recently, if you guys saw the video uh, stuff of Distinguished Agent, some of the speakers that were there are previous students who now have established themselves and are doing well that now are speakers at the event because they've earned that position. That's a way for me to give them some attention and some shine and some, some, some praise for them working and building themselves up. Fantastic. Right. So now this and I said in the future, I want the speaking circuit to be all of you people within the program. I want to get to the point where I don't bring people from the outside. It's everybody within the program now speaking and contributing. Wouldn't that be fucking cool? Where do you see that? But you can't do that if you build an army of followers. Right. So the same mentality that I have for me, I want to instill in everybody else. Go out and get it, but become the key self in front of whatever self-reliant, self-sustaining, self-accountable. Right self-motivating right you can you can fill in the blanks here but you get you get where i'm going at here i don't i don't i want to i want to be able to be teleported randomly and the army keeps going and someone else steps up at the, as the leader and they keep going and they march on that's what we want here okay but i've been you know rambling on long enough appreciate you guys being here um i'm gonna do my best to get on a schedule to go live again and then um we'll we'll switch it up sometimes i'll come on like this sometimes i'll just open it up and we'll we'll have a good time. I see that YouTube added a feature, I think, now where you can go live with other people. I think that's pretty cool. And we'll we'll definitely be doing that. All right. Cool. See you guys.